You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Again, everybody, time to pump it up for the latest edition of Jumping the Gun. I'm Derek Gunn, along with my man Daniel. And Daniel, last week, week one of the NFL season, great week for teams, but for us predicting, oh my goodness, did we get embarrassed. How bad was it? D-Gun, I think this was the worst week we've had yet on Jumping the Gun. We both were under 500. I, I won the week, but... I mean, I'm not going to be bragging at all about this. I, I went 7-9, and nine and you went 6-10. and 10. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. It's a rough week. Rough start to this season. Wow. Well, let's see if we can rectify that problem this week. All right. All right. Let's get out of the gate. Uh, which game are you starting with today? Let's go with the Thursday night game. We got the Giants at the Washington football team. Washington is getting three and a half points at home. Wow. Ryan Fitzpatrick barely played two quarters. He's already out possibly for like eight weeks. The Giants, as we expected, are a mess. Their offensive line, they've got problems along the offensive line. They didn't play a bad game. They just couldn't score any points with all those weapons they have. So let's see. The Giants are on the road at Washington. I'm going to go with the home team, even though, what's his name? Taylor Hinkie is the quarterback. A lot of people like this kid. I I don't know. I think he can beat the Giants on a Thursday night, so that's the way I'm going. I'm also going to go with Washington, and I also like Taylor Heineke. I think... Uh, what's what's interesting about him is he he has no nerves when he comes in as a backup quarterback. He just comes in and throws the ball around, and I really like that about him. We saw that from him in the, against the Bucks last year in the playoffs. So I'm also going to go with Washington here. All right, we're going with the same team. Next up, next we got the Niners coming off their win in Detroit at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Niners are getting three and a half points in Philly. Wow, that spread was a lot bigger a few days ago, wasn't it? That's right. It was six points in favor of the Niners. Now it's down to three and a half. Ah, so the odds maker is a little jittery about this game. This is going to be an interesting game. Unfortunately, the Niners have lost their their, uh, workhorse running back, Raheem Mostert. He's out. Jason Verrett, one of the top cornerbacks, is out uh, for the season as well. Eagles coming off a high. Eagles fans are pumping their chest. Jalen Hurts' jersey sales went up over 500% after that win down in Atlanta. Is Jalen Hurts the real deal? Well, he was down in Atlanta. He torched that team. He frustrated that team. But now you're going to face a much more disciplined 49ers defense, a defense that's coordinated by former Eagle D'Amico Ryans, who was a disciple of Robert Sala, who's now the head coach of the Jets. Uh, You got first-round draft picks sprinkled all across that 49ers defense. I'm not a big Jimmy Garoppolo guy, but I think with Debo Samuels and the wide receiving core and, of course, George Kittle, I'm sorry, Eagles fans, but I'm taking uh, the Niners to come in here and spoil the Eagles' home opener. 
All right, well, you mentioned Jalen Hurts' jersey sales going up. He's actually the number two highest selling jersey so far this year. That's crazy. It's insane. He, Did you buy one yet? Not yet. Not yet. I'm still waiting. I, I still got to see him play some, some better defenses. Atlanta looked terrible last week. Okay. But I'm going to go with the hometown Eagles. Oh! I think this is going to be an ugly game. I think it's going to be low scoring. I, I don't think we're going to see the same Eagles offense that we saw last week. Definitely slowed down a little bit. That Niners defense is, is a tough one. So... Uh, I'm going with the Eagles, though. I think they're going to tough it out. All right. Who we got next? Next, we got the Bengals at the Bears. The Bears are getting two and a half points in Chicago. Wait a minute. The Bears are favorite in this game? That's right. The Bears are favorite after watching Cincinnati win in overtime against Minnesota. Joe Burrow looking good. Joe Burrow throwing for 261 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. His head coach told him after the game, you played outstanding. Um, Wow. I think Cincinnati's going to be a team that's going to upset a lot of apple carts this year. I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff team, but I think Joe Burrow in his second year, he's matured that much more. He's got some great weapons there. I'm going to take the Bengals on the road in this one in a mild upset. All right. I'm also going to take the Bengals here. And on top of that, I'm going to say I think this is the game that we're going to see more consistent play out of Justin Fields. I think we're going to see him for a series or two uh, near the end of this game because I, I, I just don't like the way their offense moves with Andy Dalton. I, Justin Fields came in last week, immediately was productive. I think I'm going to go with the Bengals here, and we're going to see some Justin Fields. Okay. All right. Next. Next, we have the Texans at the Browns. The Browns are getting 12 and a half points in Cleveland. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? Houston surprised me a little bit coming out of the gate, the way they they, uh, roughed up the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, of course, the Jaguars have a rookie quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. They're trying to rebuild that, that franchise from the bottom up. They still have a ways to go. Competitive team, but not ready yet. Houston, we classified as a mess last week. And they came out, they won their first game. Good for David Culley. I've known David Culley a long time. Good dude. Great coach. I'm glad that Houston got off to a great start. I don't think the Texans will win many games this year. And Cleveland right now is ticked off because they had Kansas City on the ropes in Kansas City and let the Chiefs get off the ropes and come from behind and win that game. I think Cleveland's going to be fired up for their home opener. Browns have just too much talent for Houston to go in there and stay with. I I don't think it's going to be close. I'm taking Cleveland and points in this game. Yeah, I'm also going to take Cleveland here, playing at home in Cleveland. Uh, I'm I'm taking Cleveland with the points. Texans fans, enjoy your one week of being above 500. I think uh, that, that comes to an end this week, and I don't think it's going to go back over that line. Uh, I played the Jaguars last week. As we said, those are two bottom-feeding teams. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a good season for the Texans. I'm going with the Browns. All right, sounds good. Next, we have the Rams at the Colts. The Rams getting three and a half points in Indy. Carson Wentz is 0-1. Carson played a decent game. Wasn't a great game, but he played a decent game. The Rams, my goodness, uh, that team looked good. Um, You know, Matthew Stafford has new life out on the West Coast, throwing bombs left and right to Cooper Cup. Uh, The defense is what I thought it would be. I think Indy goes to 0-2 in this game. I think the Rams go on the road to Indianapolis and get his second win of the season. I loved what I saw from the Rams last week. Matt Stafford looked very comfortable in their offense. They were throwing the ball all over the field. I'm going with the Rams here, too. I think the Rams are going to be one of the best teams in the NFL this year. So I'm also going with the Rams. The Colts, I don't know, man. The Carson Wentz, I just don't, I don't like it. He didn't look too great last week. Even on the touchdown pass he threw, if you notice, he missed him high and behind. He, the receiver made a great play on that ball. Uh, I, I just don't, 
I don't believe in the Colts this year. I'm going with the Rams. You're a big Matthew Stafford fan, aren't you? I'm not. I, you know, I haven't been when he was in Detroit. I, I always thought he was a little overrated. But something about this Rams team, it, just, it feels like a, it's a good fit for him. And uh, I like the pairing of him and Sean McVay. All right, up next, we got a big AFC East matchup. That's right. We got the Bills at the Dolphins. The Bills coming off of their surprising loss uh, to, the, to the Steelers. And they got dominated the whole week or the, or the whole game. So the Bills are getting three and a half points in Miami, though. Miami got lucky and, and won that game in New England uh, this past Sunday because of a fumble, I believe it was. Uh, I think Miami's going to be a decent team. I don't think they're going to be a great team. I don't think they're a team that's going to, uh, you know, contend for that divisional title in the AFC East. Buffalo is my pick to win that division, uh, and I'm still going to stick with that. Uh, Buffalo got off to a little bit rough start. Pittsburgh surprised me in a lot of ways. I didn't think Pittsburgh was going to be that good, but a Mike Tomlin defense is always going to be a prepared defense. Uh, they got after Josh Allen and sacked him three times. You know, Josh Allen uh, didn't look really comfortable in their pocket back there. Uh, so I'm going to go with Buffalo to bounce back on the road down in Miami. Yeah, we're going to learn a lot this week about several teams. We're going to learn if the Bills offense wasn't clicking or was it the Steelers defense that was just that good. I think the Bills offense is going to get back uh, to what, how they were last year. And the, I'm taking the Bills here also against the Dolphins. The Dolphins, I, we, I feel like we learned nothing watching them last week. It was just an ugly game between them and the Patriots. Uh, I, I don't trust them, though. I still don't trust Tua. I still have the same problems I had with them last week. So All right. I'm going with the Bills. Okay, and speaking of the Patriots. That's right. Next, we got the Patriots at the Jets. The Patriots are getting six points in New York. I guarantee you Bill Belichick has been all over his team this week in practice about making mistakes, mental preparation, mental focus, securing the football, no turnovers. Uh, the Jets, uh, they played a decent game against Carolina. They lost that game, played a decent game. Uh, Robert Sala's first game as a head coach with the Jets. Um, but even with the rookie quarterback, I think Belichick's going to have his guys ready. They don't have to travel far. Uh, I think they get their first W against the Jets. Yeah, I agree. I'm also going with the Patriots here. The Jets, uh, I, I just didn't love what I saw from them last week. Uh, although late, we did see uh, Zach Wilson look, start to look a little bit more comfortable. But losing Mekhi Becton on that offensive line is going to be a big hit for their offense. Uh, to lose your, your tackle like that, and, and a great one at that, that that's going to be rough for the Jets to deal with all season. So uh, I'm going to go with the Patriots here. All right, next, we're going to roll the dice with Vegas. Yeah, that's right. We got the Raiders at the Steelers. Woo! The Steelers are getting five and a half points in Pittsburgh. There's a small part of me that wants to pick the Raiders. What a performance they had in their first game of the season against the Ravens. What a great overtime win as they christened that new stadium in Vegas. Great win for Derek Carr. But now Derek Carr's got to come into the Steel Curtain's backyard. And that Pittsburgh defense looks like it's ready to ball. I mean, they played a great game against Buffalo. Um, I don't trust Derek Carr against that Pittsburgh defense. I'm going to take the Steelers at home. Mike Tomlin's crew goes to 2-0. That Steelers defense looked amazing last week. The Raiders, I can't trust the Raiders. Although they played an amazing game on Monday night, I was shocked that, that they were able to pull that off against the Ravens. And the end of that game was just insane with them getting their touchdown call back, throwing the interception, getting their own another fumble recovery in overtime. That was a, a great first Monday night game of the year. But I'm going with the Steelers here. I just, I, I they're playing at home in Pittsburgh hope for the home opener. I'm not picking against the Steelers. All right. Next, we have the Saints at the Panthers. The Saints are getting three and a half points in Carolina. 
Was Jameis Winston and the Saints that good, or was Green Bay that just unprepared? That's a big question mark as we head into week number two. I'm still not a big Jameis Winston fan. Um, he's a decent quarterback, but he's playing for a great offensive mind in Sean Payton. Sean Payton's going to put him in positions to succeed. Uh, the Saints have a lot of talent, especially on defense. Carolina pulled out that win last week, but I don't think Carolina will be any match for the Saints this coming week in week number two. Yeah, and when it comes to last week, I think it's a little bit of both between the Saints being better than we expected and the Packers not showing up. Jameis looked good last week, uh, but we got to see consistency out of him. We need to see him consistently not turn the ball over. Uh, but I'm gonna go with the Saints here too. I just I, I don't love either of these teams, but I don't I definitely don't like the Panthers this year. I think it's gonna be a long year for them, so I'm gonna go with the Saints also. Okay. Next, we have the Broncos at the Jaguars. The Broncos are getting six points in Jacksonville. Wow, I'm surprised the point spread is that low. I think Jacksonville, once they get, if Jacksonville scouting department and decision makers get Trevor Lawrence the necessary components, not just, not this year, but maybe in the next couple of years. In a few years, Jacksonville is going to be a legitimate contender because I do think Trevor Lawrence is a special quarterbacking talent. And it's hard for a young quarterback to hit the ground running and succeed in the National Football League. Denver, on the other hand, is the Teddy Bridgewater show. And Teddy went out and he played. He shined in his season opening game. And so I think because of that, because of Denver's wide receiving core, their running game, the physicality on defense, I think it's going to be way too much for Jacksonville to contend with. I agree. I think the Broncos are going to win this game. And it was good to see Teddy Bridgewater. He he looked more comfortable on Sunday than he has since he hurt his knee uh, in his last season for the Vikings. Uh, it definitely reminded me of, of, uh, of back then. And I think he might finally start to be getting back to where he was. Uh, and the Broncos lucked out with Jerry Judy only having a high ankle sprain uh, as opposed to what, what looked like a, uh, what could be an, a season-ending injury. So I'm also, I'm also taking the Broncos here. The Jaguars look like uh, they're going to have a long season. That defense can't stop anything. They made uh, Houston look like the greatest show on turf. So uh, I'm going to go with the Broncos here. Okay, all right. Next, we have the Vikings at the Cardinals. The Cardinals are getting three and a half points in Arizona. I tell you what, that NFC West is going to be the division to watch this year. Um, I mean, top to bottom, all of those teams. Um, you know, Kyler Murray went out in, in, against Tennessee and just showed out. Four touchdown passes, 289 yards passing. Chandler Jones was out of his mind against Tennessee with five quarterback sacks. He's only the 17th player with over 100 sacks in his first 10 years. And, of course, Kyler Murray has a lot of weapons that throw to Minnesota. Very seldom would I pick Minnesota just because my brother is a Vikings fan, so I hate Minnesota. I've never been a big Kirk Cousins fan. They went out and choked against Cincinnati. I'm going to take the Cardinals at home in this one. How is that for getting a, a, or a fighting with your team for a contract extension? You go out there and get, and get five sacks for, Cardin for Chandler Jones. That's one, that's one way of getting uh, what, what you want. I'm going with the Cardinals here. The Vikings choked, like you said, they choked against the, the Bengals. Kyler Murray looked amazing last week. They they took it to the Titans in Tennessee. We both picked the Titans last week, and Tennessee couldn't get anything going all day. I'm going with the Cardinals here too. Okay. Next we have the Falcons at the Bucks. Oh. The Bucks are getting 12 and a half points in Tampa. Well, that's about right. Um, you know, you look at Atlanta. Atlanta has a long way to go. Um, their weapons right now, whoever they are, Mike Davis. Um, you know. <laughs> 
it, it's just not clicking for them right now. They have some issues on defense. The Eagles exposed them in a lot of areas. Um, and you look at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was lucky to survive against Dallas in their season opening win. You know, the Buccaneers committed four turnovers. But, you know, you got that man Tom Brady back there, you know, and he threw for 379 yards and four touchdowns, even though he had two interceptions. Uh, Tampa Bay didn't run the ball well against Dallas's defense. They'll fix that problem. They should have a lot more success on the ground and have a much more balanced attack against the Atlanta Falcons. I think Tampa Bay covers the spread in this game. Yeah, the Bucks are going to take care of business here. But first, I'd like to admit that I was wrong last week when it came to predicting the over-under for the Falcons. I thought the Falcons were going to have over 7.5 wins this, this season. And I don't know what I was thinking, honestly. The Falcons are going to come nowhere close to that. The Falcons looked terrible last week, honestly. They, their defense, they couldn't stop anything the Eagles were trying to do. I think it's going to be a long season for them. So I, I already know I'm going to be wrong there. But the Bucks. Bucks are going to take care of business here. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big Arthur Smith fan, and I think he's a good offensive play caller. He just doesn't have the personnel. He doesn't have a Derrick Henry in the backfield, you know, the pound of rock for him yet. Um, they're going to get it right, not this year, but they're going to get it right. And, and the Falcons will bounce back. It's going to be another tough year for them. They may even be a top five, top seven uh, pick in the draft next year. But right now, they are light years behind Tampa Bay. Yeah, they have a nice. They have a few nice pieces that will carry over. Having Calvin Ridley is always a bonus. Uh, but next, we have the Cowboys at the Chargers. The Chargers are getting three points in L.A. Okay, let's see. Cowboys at the Chargers. Cowboys at the Chargers. Wow. Cowboys just received some bad news that Demarcus Lawrence broke a bone in his foot in practice, and he's going to be out for a while. So with that said, wow. Uh, Chargers. I like Justin Herbert, threw for 337 yards, and their win over Washington. I think Dallas is a little bit better than people give them credit for being. And, all right, don't laugh. I'm picking Dallas because Dak Prescott is ticked off. Dak Prescott threw over 50 passes in that game against Tampa Bay. If if the kicker hadn't missed two field goals and an extra point, Dallas beats Tampa Bay. I think Dallas bounced back and beats uh, the Chargers in L.A. All right, well, I'm going to go with the Chargers here. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. It's going to be very fun to watch. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a whole lot of offense, uh, and I love watching both of these teams play, honestly. Even as an Eagles fan, the Cowboys, their offense is explosive. The Chargers, I love watching Justin Herbert. But I'm going to go with the Chargers here. I think they're going to win this. And I think it's funny. I, I feel like the Chargers might be turning over a new leaf because last week was a very losable game. If you've seen the Chargers over the last few years, I don't know if they come out of that game with a win. Uh, that, that was an ugly game, and they were able to get it done. So I'm, I'm taking the Chargers, and I think they're going to have a good season this year. Okay. All right, we have the Titans at the Seahawks. The Seahawks are getting five and a half points in Seattle. Tennessee won't play as badly as they did this past week. Uh, but I don't think Tennessee is going to be able to keep up with Seattle in Seattle. Russell Wilson, man, I tell you what, the way he played in that first game, it was bombs away. Russell Wilson is on top of the game, his game. They went into Indianapolis and, and basically rolled over Indianapolis. You know, Seattle had 140 yards rushing. Russell Wilson only had five incompletions and threw for three touchdown passes in that game. No, for four touchdown passes in that game. Uh, Seattle's offensive line has a little work to do. Wilson was sacked three times, but I think Seattle has just too much on both sides of the football. It's going to be a good game, an entertaining game, better than Tennessee's first outing of the season, but I think Seattle gets the job done at home. 
All right, well, I have an upset here. I'm going to take the Titans. Oh! I think they're going to bounce back. I think they're going to look much more prepared and, and better than they were last week. I love how Taylor Lewan, the left tackle, immediately after the game takes responsibility for uh, the game that he allowed Chandler Jones to have. Um, I think Derrick Henry isn't going to get stopped at the goal line back-to-back -back times again. Uh, that, that killed me personally. I have him on fantasy, so he, he, he was killing me last week. But I think we're going to have a good week, and I think the uh, Titans are going to come back this week. Okay. All right, and for the, the Sunday night game, the game everybody's going to be looking forward to, we have the Chiefs at the Ravens. The Chiefs are getting three and a half points in Baltimore. Kansas City reminds me of that of, of, of Freddy Krueger. Just when you think you got rid of him, he comes back from the dead. And that's Kansas City. They should have lost that game to Cleveland. And somehow, someway, they find a way to rally. But that's what championship teams do. And that's why Kansas City has been in the Super Bowl the last couple of years. Baltimore has been decimated by injuries. They're down their top three running backs. One of their top cornerbacks, Marcus Peters, is out for the season. Baltimore's still a good team, a good defense, but they're just not that same team. And I think it's going to be a good game. I can't wait to see this game, but I don't think there's any way Kansas City loses this game. I agree. I think the Chiefs just have too much. Uh, similar to kind of how they were last year. The Chiefs went into Baltimore last year as well and got the win. I, I just think the Chiefs have too much for the Ravens to handle, especially, like you said, with all the injuries the Ravens are dealing with. I, just, I can't pick against Kansas City. And for the Monday night game, we got your Packers. Your Packers, after last week, disappointing both of us. You especially, though, because you, that's your team. The, the Packers are hosting the Lions in Green Bay. The Packers have, have an 11-point cushion against the Lions. Aaron Rodgers and, and that crew and, and, and the coach came out and said that was an embarrassment. We walked out on the field like we were just supposed to beat the Saints. We were not prepared. I guarantee you they're going to be prepared for this Monday night game on national TV. Aaron Rodgers is ticked off. Once he gets past all of his personal issues with the front office and stops pouting and focuses on playing football, Green Bay is going to be ready at home. Detroit, they were getting smoked by San Francisco. They were down 28 points in the fourth quarter. I believe San Francisco basically put on the brakes. But when it started to get close, San Francisco had to put back in his starters in the game and hold on. And Detroit basically lost that game because they turned the ball over when they were driving in the final moments of the game. But Green Bay has had Detroit's number for years. I don't think much is going to change. I think Jared Goff uh, is going to be in trouble come Monday night. Uh, I think Green Bay goes to one and one after the Monday night encounter with their divisional rivals, the Detroit Lions. I feel bad for the Lions this week. I just feel like the Packers. I don't feel bad for them. The Packers are going to wake up this week. I think it's going to be a long night for the Lions, and it's in Green Bay. That place is going to be going nuts. Uh, I got the Packers here. They're, they're getting 11 points. I'm going to give them the 11 points. I think they're going to cover, and I think it's going to be over pretty early, honestly. Okay. All right. So there you have it for all the Week 2 predictions. For, for Daniel, I'm Derek Gunn. Thanks for listening in to Jumping the Gun. It is powered by Patterson Square Garden. We'll see you next week when we talk about how good or how bad we did in Week number 2. And, of course, we look ahead to Week number 3 in the National Football League. So until then, so long, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.